Glad to know you're still on to New Cruise Not at Even 7 FM. You saw always. This is bottom line. Uh, welcome to the program once again. Uh, as the governorship election, uh, elections, Wikiti uh, governorship elections continue, there have been lots of uh, ongoing conversations around the issues that should form of the debates and campaign. One of them is about local government autonomy and the other is business development and support in Ekiti. It is turning that business development in Ekiti remains low aside uh, low and aside that there are questions about how of total local government has affected the overall growth of Ekiti. Uh, that, these are some of the major issues that we will definitely uh, be looking at on the program. Uh, bottom line, this morning, we'll, we'll be speaking with uh, some concerned citizens, uh, public affairs analysts, uh, commentators, uh, to actually look at these uh, critical um, issues as a kitty, as a kitty prepares uh, for the all-important governorship elections as later for June 18 uh, this uh, year. We will uh, uh, be joined on the program by Shuajua Ladi Meji. will be joining us on the phone uh, to share uh, with us some interesting, some interesting uh, ideas. As of course, some interest in uh, revelations about these uh, major issues: uh, local government autonomy, and of course, business development and support uh, in Ekiti. <music> We're glad to know you're still there. Yes, our guest, Ashwa Jualadimeji, has joined us on the program this morning. Thank you very much for being part of the program today, Ashwa Jualadimeji. Good morning. We sincerely appreciate you. So yeah. uh, let's kick off. Let's kick off with uh, uh, what appears to be stunting, to be stunting the growth of small businesses in Ekiti. So I think just like any other. Uh, and on the uh, environment in Nigeria, it is it's not in isolation. It says that we have a poor and needy environment for the growth of SMEs in the state. And I will start by saying, um, when you do have a proper data of of people that you are supposed to take care of, how do you plan for them? So I think the first challenge, that the first problem I think we are having in the state is that is the fact that we don't even have a proper data of what SMEs in the state. Uh, and I think uh, the the agency started with their responsibility. Probably one would think by now we should we should invoke probably FOI and ask them to provide us if truly we have a geodatabase, not just database on paper, a geodatabase of all SMEs in the state. Because if we have that basically then we can begin to now look at their attributes, their locations their challenges, their problems, what are they facing? Then we cannot begin to look at how we can solve those problems. So the first problem has to do with fathers. We don't have adequate data mm. of all SMEs in the state. Mm. Quickly, the second one I think has to do with um, access to funding of these uh, SMEs. It's interesting to know that uh, some of these SMEs, uh, when they even apply for intervention funds, loans, grants, to an agency in that's supposed to look into that particular uh, responsibility. I'm talking about MEDA. It's mm -hmm. for that they don't get this intervention. 
and it's quite uh it will shock you to also understand that a lot of funding a lot of intervention have come to that particular agency in the last couple of years so the question is who are we who have we who have we been funding um so so i think again the genuine smes in the state have not um, been supported you know and it's, it's a big problem it's a big mm-hmm. problem so the first problem we have to do with data do we have true data of our SMEs in the state, and I think the answer is no. The second one has to do with intervention support of funding for them. And I, I also think that the, the third one would be the, the need to um, allow professionals to run MEDA. Probably there is need for us to have a p- policy reform. Policy reform in the sense that uh, we can run MEDA the same way we have legal state trust fund, whereby you allow professionals who will be given a task responsibility and we must give them kpis so that in 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 in, in essence we, we, there must, we must have metrics of measuring their sources and their achievements i think what we currently have which is disturbing is the fact that um there is more politics around murder in it say for instance so because it has been a little bit politicized uh, most of the intervention are gone to people who are not truly smes rather it has gone to uh, for political patronage. And because of that, we can never measure their success, we can never measure their achievements. And, and that's, that, that's, that's profound and that's key. And we must ensure that uh, going forward, we allow professionals, people who have track records, on how to run SMEs, people who can assess and measure business plans. So, for instance, if I see what the media has a business plan, I can easily work to measure or uh, trust for whatever name you want to call it. So, maybe my business proposal measure it, value it, come to where I'm working, where I have my, 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 my shops, assess what I have, then on that basis, give me the shift fund that I need. Uh, well, Ashwajal Adimeji, because of course you need small, uh, medium businesses to create and of course to have a business growth. Uh, in the states and its uh, business growth uh, stands about uh, 32 at about 32 uh, that's as high as that of lagos if i'm not mistaken so it begs of if government has actually paid uh, any attention to this hello sorry can you come back please the, the line is breaking somehow oh oh sorry about that okay can you hear me now yeah i can hear you now it's not breaking now yeah, I can hear you very well now, please. Okay, all right. So I'm talking about, uh, well, needing small and medium businesses uh, okay. in the state, of course, uh, to create and, of course, to ensure that there is uh, 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 a big, good business development in the state. So I'm yeah. asking uh, that uh, the unemployment rate stands at about uh, 32%. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, that of that uh, definitely is a high rate as that of Lagos. So I'm yeah. has, so it begs. I want to know if government has paid uh, any uh, any attention to this industry, uh, which should be the first uh, creator of jobs. We're talking about a uh, small and medium exactly. businesses. Exactly. I, I think you are right. If if you look at data uh, from budget IT and MBS, we, we have an unemployment at thirty two percent. We are competing with Lagos. Lagos has highest 37%. And why Lagos has highest rate of unemployment is quite understandable because you have influence of people moving to Lagos virtually every day. 
Okay? Mm. So because if you look at, if you just oppose it with uh, poverty rate in Lagos, it's 4.5%. Hmm. But if you, if you just suppose it with our own unemployed, uh, our poverty rate is percent So it, it begs the question that what are we doing to actually bring down this 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 figure because it's disturbing. If you look, if you compare our uh, unemployment rate with other uh, states in the southwest, it's quite disturbing. Others eleven percent, seventeen percent, sixteen percent. We have thirty two percent. So like hmm. you rightly said, it is not the responsibility of the government. To create jobs, governments don't create jobs. Government supports private investment, SMEs, especially SMEs, small scale enterprise, to create jobs. And if you also look at some of the recommendations being for five for equity economy, we need to create one hundred thousand jobs yearly, consistently for the next four years. Mm. So how do we ensure that we create one hundred thousand jobs every year if we don't? support SMEs in a critical state. And I think uh, this is what, uh, why I think um, MEDA needs to be truly reformed. There is need for total overhauling of that particular agency because that agency has clearly failed in its responsibility in mm. supporting true SMEs in a critical state. It's okay. very disturbing because if, if, if we can, and I've challenged um, people publicly that there is need for MEDA currently to even roll out um, intervention funds we have received in the last couple of years. Give mm -hmm. us database of all SMEs in the state. Give us those SMEs that you have also supported that we can verify, that we can say truly this person has been supported and his business has moved from social A to social B. If we don't have all this, we are just deceiving ourselves. Data don't lie. These are verifiable data. So, but I think instead of complaining and lamenting, me, yeah, I'm looking at how we can reform, how we can better reposition MEDA okay. uh, so that uh, these kind of challenges can be overcome. So and, so, and I think the first thing that needs to be done is to have somebody who has track record, who, who is not political, politically inclined, who doesn't have interest in running for any political position in okay. the state. So the person won't, be, won't compromise his job, his or her job. Again, mm. there's also need to have a board that will also support that person, a board that is um, that is made up of people of high integrity, people who strongly believe in creating a lively environment for SMEs in the state. We've got a lot of talent, we've got a lot of young folks in the state who are who are talented, who 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 who, who are involved in so many things that need support. I'll give an example quickly, and right. someone can bear me witness. Some few weeks ago, we wanted to support a young guy who produced Ogi Pap in the state in the name of Yakubu. Hmm. So the guy needed support of three hundred thousand to get a drying machine. So when I spoke with him, we discovered that uh, uh, if we can get him a drying machine, he'll be able to get he'll be able to produce uh, uh, dry pap like the one that you have in custard, the powdered one, hmm. which we help him to also take to Abuja supermarket and you know the types of preservation. It will last longer compared to the other one that is currently uh, supplying. Mm. That guy needs just three hundred thousand. All effort to get support from Meda feed completely, but we mm. had to use our Twitter space, our Twitter engagement to raise him that three hundred thousand there. And mm. guess what? We also ensure that the person that fabricates that drying machine—I'm talking about industrial machine—the mm. guy also is in it by next week, we are going to, by tomorrow, we are taking, we are, the, 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 the train machine 
has been completed, uh, will finish the fabrication of that machine. The guy will take um, the possession of the machine tomorrow and he will start producing his driver in the state. Guess what? We produce that machine in the state. We fabricate that same machine in the state here. So imagine if the guy that fabricates that industrial machine gets enough support, gets enough funds from, from agencies like MEDA. So just imagine the kind of jobs that will produce, the kind of people that will also uh, undergo training in his, in his, in his company who then later on in the next in the next two or three years set up their own business or their own. All this we can put together and begin to showcase made in the kitchen. Whether it's machine, whether it's in fabrics, whether it's in agriculture, etc. And that mm. is my solution. Mm. Ashadala, the media, we sincerely appreciate you, I must say. Yes, the conversation continues just to intimate those uh, who are just uh, joining us on the issue uh, this morning. Of course, Ekiti uh, State is uh, preparing for uh, the election this year, but definitely there are some critical uh, issues uh, that we must uh, talk about uh, as uh, electorates, as citizens, are actually thinking of uh, which way. We all expect that we will be having a better uh, in the next uh, of course political dispensation let's see what will be new they say government is continuum we know these governments that have come uh, earlier they've done their best but what are the areas that uh, governments may not have been paying attention to that uh, if we begin these conversations right now around all of these issues perhaps uh, uh, or the authorities concerned, particularly the government at the state level and whoever is interested in piloting the affairs of the state, will also be con- considering these as some of the areas that should be focused on that will definitely transform the state and move the state uh, to another level. And of course, uh, rank seats uh, higher among a committee of state. And that's why we've been talking to Ashwaju Olai Dimiji this morning uh, to share some interesting perspectives that uh, Ithato, we have not been paying attention to um, in the state, particularly for our political leaders and um, elites. Uh, the areas that we're talking about this morning, of course, local government autonomy and uh, business development and support in equity. Business development is support in equity. Many people have always described a state as a civil service state, a civil servant state. Uh, not uh, much have been said about uh, industries, not much have been said uh, about uh, businesses growing at the level that it should be. Well, uh, these are the issues. Uh, so if you're just joining us this morning, we're due to just join the conversation. And at some point too, you will definitely have definitely picked some things uh, from the points uh, and uh, the interesting perspectives that Ashwajal Adimeji is sharing with us this morning uh, so that you can make uh, your own uh, contribution. So, uh, Ashwaju, a good one there, a good one there about uh, some of the things that uh, the government needs to do. But let's uh, we'll talk about the election. The election can uh, and campaigns draw closer by next month now. Uh, obviously, campaign will open. Another question will be, uh, how do we transform Ikiti? From a civil servant state to an industry-based state, so as to boost the IGR of the states. I, 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 I think that's interesting. Mm. Uh, so I think uh, I also think that if it's people, we need to also ask a lot of questions from political candidates. From political candidates, uh, I also, mm. I also think party candidates. It okay, will, it will not also be business as usual, whereby mm. candidates will just call, give you one cup of rice give you a car, give you 5,000 and it ends it. We'll be collecting this kind of 
political incentives for the past uh, 20, past uh, how many years now? Mm. And we are, the, the, the statistics show that we are not even getting better, we are getting worse. Mm. So I think it is people need to ask critical questions, and I'm going to realize some of these, and I think people need to pay attention okay. right now. We have unemployment rate of uh, 32%. Of, uh, that is disturbing. Mm. We have poverty rate that is disturbing. Mm. Uh, and, and, that, and that's quite disturbing. So people need to ask this candidate, how do you intend to reduce and, sorry, I'm coming just to just to get my part of people right. That's very how that's do, very necessary. How do we how do we reduce poverty rates from twenty eight percent okay to ten percent for the next four years? All right. It's possible. From twenty eight percent to ten. And it's asking is telling that uh no, we are going to rule out over the little program. The question should be how. How in specific when ways. Mm. There should be there, there should be metrics for measurement. Okay. How do you want to reduce poverty rate? Unemployment rate thirty two percent. How do you want to reduce unemployment rate? Mm. Don't also forget, let me say this. We rely heavily on federal allocation. As a matter of fact, out of the out of thirty six states, equity is thirty one mm. in Nigeria that relied heavily on Abuja. Abuja. The implication is that if Abuja stops allocation today, equity will be in serious trouble. When I mean serious trouble, it's even understatement. Mm. It means that with that allocation for just a month, everybody will be in trouble because we'll be able to pay salary, we'll be able to fulfill our operating expenses, and everybody will run into trouble. So we need to ask candidates, how do we move our economy mm -hmm. from every reliance of the allocation to a situation whereby we can say, if allocation stops today, we are self-reliant mm. and we can survive on our own. So it, it therefore means that we need to start paying attention to our comparative advantage in the United States on, on our sector. Let me let me share this with you. I look at our data on IGR. We've moved from average of 400 million to 800 million. So yes, on you, you say why we are doing well. Then I dig deeper. I wanted to find out which sector of the economy contribute to this idea? Because, for instance, if you are saying our idea is on the increase, okay. which is good, then you need to find out what is responsible for that increase in our increase. idea. Okay. I was thinking that I will see agriculture contributing to our yeah. increase in idea. I was thinking I will see tourism contributing to our increase in idea. But you find that none of those sectors contribute single dime to the increase of idea right now. Hmm. What are... Um, Factors is only for that has to do with PE because if we employ more people and we have more political appointees, tax mm -hmm. clearance, um, or how we've been able to also synergize and get enough from Mokada people, the other that are taking every day. <laughs> then I think it gets like signage, which I also want to talk about. It gets like mm. signage for instance, uh, also help us to boost our idea. But okay. you know what? We can do better. So you're saying so, so, so you're saying the government has not been paying so much attention to agriculture exactly. and tourism to, to sectors to set hmm. to sectors that ordinarily, ordinarily. Should have help us to boost our idea so hmm. for the question is when it comes to agriculture can can we say in honesty that this is exactly what we, we are producing in the state as hmm. of today we cannot lay credence to any agricultural aspect that says, this is what it is known for hmm. and we are doing it in large scale let me give an example 
Kelly State today is known for rice. So for rice. That okay. Lagos had to partner mm. with Kelly State. Lake Lagos rice. State left, mm. left all the Southwest State down to far KB mm-hmm. to go and partner with them mm. on Lake Rice. They call it Lake Rice, yes. Kaduna today attracted Olam. Olam is one of the biggest uh, feed me in Nigeria. Mm. And Kaduna State is the largest producer of meat today in Nigeria. Mm. And here we are in the southwest. God bless us with fertile land. God bless us with um, good weather condition in terms of pattern of rainfall. Yet we are not even producing enough meat in the city mm. today. To the extent that even the major uptakers of meat today in the city do source their raw materials from mm. outside the city. Um, Metro Vets, for instance, Abwax Farms, for instance, Ijurin Feed Me, for instance. And we are also going to have one of the biggest meat feed me in the case very soon in Nikere. Mm. All these feed meats, we need raw material. So the question we need to ask this candidate is that how do we ensure that we support smallholder farmers in such a way that we can go into cooperative farming or cluster farming or we can go back to what our lower set up in those olden days, farm settlement. Mm. Farm settlement that has all the necessary facilities of road infrastructures in terms of electricity, in terms of schools. Can we have something like that farm settlement that can attract our young folks to go back to agriculture? We can only do this also when we also provide security around our farm villages. Let me shock you. Now, in the state, for instance, if you go to places like Iyemero, Okiako, Ipao, Ikede, we have over 1,000 acres of land. But it also shock you that out of this over 1,000 acres of land, the one that we are even cultivating currently for farming, that is not even up to 300 acres of land. Why? Because that place is prone to insecurity because we have a porous border with Squara, we have a porous border with Kogi State. So you have land, but we are not utilizing it. So how do we ensure that we have a farm settlement that is secured. We have a farm settlement that has all the natural all the infrastructure facilities that we attract public private partnership. That's one. Mm. Fantastically, we are building cargo airports. But I've also asked and I asked myself, when you are done with building cargo airports, what will you be exporting? That's number one. So if you are not producing anything and you have cargo airports, I think something is missing. Secondly, if you are building cargo airports, what about the roads that lead from farms? To the cargo airport, are those roads in good condition? Yes, we are doing something under ramp, which I know about. They're about to control 1,000 kilometers away. But don't forget, for us to even access the World Bank loan for ramp, we need to complete our own pilot scheme, which is about 25.5 kilometers. Have we completed it? Have we finished it? So these are the questions I think people need to ask candidates. Mm. What are we doing about tourism? Ecocosi is yet to have light for the past six years. It's yet to have light? Yes, in the Congo For the past mm. years, there's no light in the Congo Sea. So, but the, but, but, the, but the present government has uh, talked about uh, how it has uh, improved yeah. the services yeah. in that place and it has taken the place. All the offers, all the offers. Congo Sea, the is more or less like our tourist zone. Mm. So, you now begin to wonder what stops us if you have to privatize, privatize the place. Okay. If you want to take over the place, we have countries that they don't have any natural resources apart from tourism, countries like Bahamas, mm. and they are making a whole lot of fortune from it. 
do you know people that would love to come to Kokosi? When you tell people that there is a place where there is cold and hot water meat, they say, no, it's not possible. It's not possible. Around the we have splash park. We have mm-hmm. a pool of waterfall. We have a lot of water. Um, we have so many toys that are in the state. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? On tourism alone, we can, we, can, we can make a whole lot of money and not depend on facts. I think we, we have, I, I think we, 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 we will be unfortunate with leaders who have not paid attention to some of these sectors of our economy. So the question we should be asking candidates as they start rolling out their blueprints, their agenda, ask questions on agriculture, mm. what are you going to do differently? Real, realistic plans, plans that can be achievable, plans that can be measured on tourism. Tell us how do you want to bring back tourism in a state? Mm. We can make a whole lot of money from tourism. I wanted to ask you at this point because most of uh, the candidates we've had in the past too, even without asking them, they do talk about how they want to improve all of these sectors, the agricultural sector, the uh, tourism sector. So it's like um, asking them, perhaps, and uh, perhaps they're promising to promising us that they would definitely invest heavily and pay huge attention to these sectors. It might not be enough because it does appear, I don't know if you agree with me, that successive governments have been grandstanding when it comes to their attention to these sectors. They will always talk about agriculture and what they are doing. But with all the data that, that you are reeling out now, it does appear that not much has been done. So how do we ensure that those who would even come again uh, to actually ask for the votes of equity state people, even when they make these promises, that they will definitely pay attention to these sectors? How do we ensure that we get them to do it? To do this, whoever will match. I think it, it boils down to what it people truly want. Mm. There must be consequences for failure. Consequences. It's not like a student who who is taught very well and who went to who are going to an exam and he or she <laughs> decides to write rubbish. Definitely, he will fail. He or she will fail, mm. and he will not be promoted. I think it also boils down to moral questions of what the kids truly want. If mm. somebody has promised you, has promised you, you will turn things around, you will do this. And I think election period is an opportunity for us to review, mm. reassess, re-examine, if truly in all sense, that person has actually fulfilled those promises. And if that person has failed to fulfill those promises, all you need to do is to show the person the way out, bring somebody in, and say that the person will do the same thing. I think when there is this fear that the people will not take nonsense any longer, then all these people will not also take us for granted. And that, that's proof. That's, that, that, that is key. And that is very, very important. That you cannot come and make promises. And after four years, we assess you. We cannot even see any results. And you think that, oh, we'll go back again. And we are trying to lay foundation. We are trying to do this or trying to do that. So I think it's important that the person needs to decide what you truly want and truly vote for people that you think that they they will do the right thing and if the person fails then what the person has but that will be considerably for a while it is just that at a point they will not take us for for granted because mm. enough of all this is for that you cannot even make excuse for some of these failures of us you have to say why are we not doing this why are we not doing that and it's not rocket science mm. and that will be my uh, conclusion of that 
All right. Well, if you're just joining us, uh, it's been an engaging, interesting uh, discourse this morning with Ashwaju Oladimeji, Public Affairs here in the Kitty State, uh, sharing with us some interesting data and perspectives on how Kitty people should actually prepare and choose their candidate uh, in the next election. What are the areas that successive governments have not been paying attention to? That if they had done that, uh, would have transformed the state and would have allowed the state to actually compare favorably, compete favorably uh, with uh, other states uh, here in Nigeria. Well, it's, all, it's not only about look it's not only about uh, uh, size, uh, but of course, uh, the ingenuity, sincerity, and creativity on the part of those who are seeking uh, to actually uh, lead us. Uh, two major issues this morning, particularly, we've been talking on the business development and support in the state. What is missing? What are the things that the government need to do? The agencies involved, the appropriate and authorities and uh, uh, quarters that should actually address this, what are they doing? And of course, the other issue is the local government autonomy uh well actually uh, before we open the line maybe i should just ask you this one on local government local government definitely should be a first line uh or bedrock of infrastructure and development uh, so you yeah. read out you, you read out some interesting data uh, uh, uh recently on twitter so can yeah. you reel out again while uh we explore why local government are not working effectively as they should yeah. in a kitty. Yeah, I, I, I think it, it, interestingly, um, uh, local government ordinarily is the government at the top, yes, right? Mm -hmm. And ordinarily, it's government very close Closest to, to the people, yes. Closest to the people. So ordinarily, local government, if we, if we get it right with our local government administration, trust me, we will not even have some of these problems. All right. For instance, local government will take care of you don't forget that some of these farm settlements or returns of agriculture mm. are at the rural level, mm -hmm. which in most cases are, are under the purview of local governments, for instance. Mm. Okay, so, but again, it's, it's, also, it's also an issue of uh, how we find ourselves in this mess in this country. All right. So, I stumbled on the data on federal allocation of local governments, I think, for the month of January. Okay. And that was first time I would be seeing that. And I said to myself, hold on, friends, am I dreaming? For mm. instance, I don't look at government got one like eighty million naira for January. One hundred and eighty million. Okay. Eighty million naira, mm. and uh, uh, this is like it does where I came from. Add about one hundred forty million. Mm. I think the list is a legitimate. It's about one hundred three million. One hundred three. I said, hold on. Are mm. you saying this money do go to this local government every month? So I and I had to do my research and find out that is it true that this one eighty million do go to. Look at, for instance, let's say I do look at government, mm -hmm. 180 every month, and we're not seeing any impact. So, yes, they have, they, they have salaries to pay, don't yeah, forget. Exactly. They have salaries to pay. Mm -hmm. uh, they have uh, the traditional rulers to also sort that and all those stuff. Mm. But it also interests you that uh, if fully, let's even assume that this one thing not gets to death fully. But the, the, what I feel like that this money do not get. To the local government. That is the first thing that I stumbled upon, and that I think is stopping. Which again, uh, uh, which these again, allocations don't get to the. So don't these allocations don't get to the local government. The allocation exactly. is supposed this to come is, from the federal from government. government. It is exactly. federal allocation. This again. So where so 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 where is it always stuck? Hold on. So this again. <laughs> this again brings about true local government autonomy. Mm. How do we? Uh, how do we ensure that there is? Policy reforms whereby local government can get the allocation 
directly from Abuja and it lands in their hands. Mm. Do you understand me? I'm with you. I think it were able to be, and it has happened before in the state. Not, not like it has not happened before. It has happened before in the state. During the administration of this Chebunia, I think I could remember. Whereby, they get their location directly from Abuja and then you allow them to function the same way the state is functioning independently. Mm. Do you understand? All right. But what you find out is that here in the state, you see the Office of Akata General, Local Government Service Commission, mm. who now pull all this money together. Mm. And so they will pay for salary, will pay for traditional rollers, will pay for this, will pay for that. Then the remaining one, they will not discharge it to the local government. Sometimes some local government will get up to 10 million at the end of the month. Yes, that's the truth. You are a journalist. Go and do your investigation. And mm. come and counter me off. You can bring any local government chairman on your station to, to counter what I just said. At the end of the day, what they get sometimes, depending on how big the local government is, maybe 10 million or 15 million. And that 10 million or 15 million is just to run the, 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 the local government for the next one, one, one month, buying this new impress for department, and here and there. And before you need, you have zero allocation. Mm. And, so where ah, the, so, and so where will the others go? No, no, no. The other, the, 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 the rest they, of they the money. Documents. They have documents. They will tell you this one goes to salary. This one goes to okay. office orders. This one goes to, uh, for instance, there is another project they are doing. They call it the neighborhood market and five kilometer roads. I think about 8 million, 80 million is video there. So let me shock you. This is what I also find out. Okay. For instance, I think there is an average of the old money. The old allocation for the existing local government in a month, it should, should be around two billion or two point seven billion. It's okay. fluctuating depending on what we get from Abuja. Okay. Are you getting me? Okay. So from this, let's say let's even put that two point three billion on average every month. Mm. This two point three billion by then they should that's of what they are going to pay into uh neighborhood market uh, five kilometer roads and other stuff. For example, I have also asked and I think this I think uh journalists like you also need to also find that these five kilometer roads that you are saying you are doing, you are because they are dropping that money from local government allocation. Hmm. Yes, every month. Where is the five kilometer roads? Can you give us details of five kilometers that have been constructed where this money has gone to? These are, I think, journalists should also invoke their FOI and also begin to ask questions. And I think we also need to ask questions. For hmm. instance, traditional rulers also get certain amount of money every month. Some traditional rulers get up to four million in a month, some 30 million, some can even get up to five million in a month. Yes, we make it a state. It's happening, mm. and all this money is being deducted from 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 local government allocation. So when mm. the money comes, it comes together in one pool. So they pay all the salaries of uh, local government uh, workers, paid doctors, paid midwives, paid traditional rulers. Sometimes they can even pay past political leaders that they are owing. They will put all those figures, and at the end of the day, whatever is left, they will share. Some will get four million, some will get eight million. So my my take is that. If truly we want local government autonomy, let us run through local government autonomy. And let us start from the election into who becomes local government chairman and vice chairman and councillors. Mm. I also think that we have not done just to ourselves by having what I call state dependence, because there is no independence in the state electoral commission for instance. State independence. Yes, I call it state dependence, not independence. State dependence. independence in all ramifications. Because if you notice the trend, the ruling party of any particular state, once you are doing the local government election, wins everything. Mm. Let me shock you. Look at the just concluded local government election in Abuja that was conducted by INEC. INEC, yes. Can you compare that with what you what we've witnessed 
in the state. Look at the one that collects you can look at the outcome of that result in Abuja. Highly competitive. APC wants some from local government. PDP mm. wants from local government. Mm. Competition. So it will put a local government chairman on its own to deliver. But in a situation whereby the local government chairman is unpicked, the councillor is unpicked, everybody is unpicked, the loyalty will not be to the people. And I think that's fundamental that we must get to maybe we will need to reform our our state dependent electoral commission and take it away from the wisdom and capacity of the governors. Mm. So they can be truly independent like INEC, conduct local government election without fear or favor. That is that should be the starting point. So when we have two people who truly want to decide good governance to the people at local government level, they will question the governor that they cannot take my allocation. They will look at the governor's eyes and say, No, you didn't break me here. My mm. people voted for me here, and I will defend them. So if my allocation is coming to, from Abuja, let it get to my account, let it be accountable to my people. These are issues that I think we need to pay attention at the local government level. Well, I must say, you've spoken glowingly, Ashua Joladimiji, this morning on the program. A uh, few minutes on our clocks. Uh, maybe we can just uh, accommodate, uh, get uh, one or two reactions uh, just before we say our buys on the program this morning. For anyone who's just uh, joining us on the program this morning, for anyone who's just joining us on the program this morning, uh, we've been looking at some of some critical issues there in uh, AKT as uh, we uh, get set for the election. Uh, well, issues that definitely electorate should be asking uh, candidates uh, who are vying for the position. I think we have a call on the line already, but in the call, the numbers to call 816 Okay, you pick hello, good morning. Yes, hello, good morning. Itayo on the line. Thank you for calling Itayo. Yes, 32% unemployment rate. Wow, that, that's huge. Even that the state we seems to be stagnant in terms of uh, economic development. And so maybe when we start, if we should start having debate, governor, you know, the banterial debate before this election, you know, the two major candidates, for instance, let them come and tell. So people like that analyst can ask them questions. You know, maybe we can begin to talk from ideas of people that know what to do about governance. And but the majority of the advantage this morning will have to be on the issue of local government. You know, through federalism, really supporting the uh, central government and the component So local government should exist at the message of the state. All these having local government here, having wasting the money. Let the state have the money and let them develop at their own pace. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh I appreciate your contribution. Let's see if we can have uh, one or two more. 0816781 and uh, 0915. I think we have another caller. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Oh, oh sorry about that. Uh, we can't actually pick that. Or oh, I guess uh, it's from our hand. We're sorry. Let's try the other line. Hello, good morning. No, good morning. This is Mr. Tao James. Mr. Tao James, uh, good to have you. Yeah. Yes, it's been a while, Mr. Josh. Yeah, I must say that. It's true. It's been a while. It's good to hear your voice this morning. Good morning, sir. <laughs> good to hear your voice. So, yeah. on this uh, very sensitive discussion this morning, mm -hmm. I really appreciate the, the guest speaker. Mm -hmm. He has spoken well. And uh, you have a very good question. All right. As well. But, uh, you know, sometimes like, I used to wonder why we this derailment come to Ikiti personalities. Because sometimes back, when you are in Ibadan, and you say you are from Ikiti, they respect you so much, mm. and you are owing them money, you understand, mm. that you come and give it back to them. They will say, ah, oh, since you are Ikiti man, they believe in your words. They know that you come back and give it. 
But look at the governors in Ekiti now. Realize that some of the candidates representing us in Ekiti now, they don't have the true picture of the virtues of the Ekiti men again and the Ekiti women again. So these are the problems we are having. And even now we have a true picture and dignity and the pedigrees of the people in purview of uh, governance, we realize that uh, they are really helping the situation. But in a situation where bad people are unpicked, you understand, to rule us, mm. then that will be a problem. And then uh, on what has actually happened on the assistance, you understand? But we are not looking on the solution now to the problem. Let us see what will happen when they, maybe there's going to be, you know, this thing called an uh, interview or debate or questioning them. But um, I can assure you, sir, if the, the past record is the one producing the present record, then there will still be a problem. All right. But if there is a new record at all, then then we now know maybe the candidate will be the choice of the people. So on this note, if the people we should sit tight, we should rename ourselves, rebrand ourselves, and we should make our virtues, yes, sir, to come back to the limelight that we are the people that say and do what he says. So Thank I, I wish that this would be our portion. Thank, Thank, you you very much. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Tara James. I appreciate your contribution. Uh, conversations uh, around all of these issues uh, will definitely continue. Tired of uh, the governorship elections that they are indicated. Tired of the campaigns. I don't forget the campaigns will kickstart uh, next month. Uh, sincere appreciation to our guest this morning, Ashua Juola Dimeji. We sincerely appreciate you uh, for this uh, wonderful, I must say, high openers, uh, staggering revelations uh, that many kitty people would definitely begin to pay attention to and to look at of course and those who are also uh warm it up to pile up the affairs of the state too they would know where to focus the conversation you talk about uh, development of businesses in you talk about small and medium businesses you talk about rate of rate of unemployment and of poverty rates as well in the states as well as uh, not paying so much attention uh, enough attention to the agriculture and tourism sector in the state. So thank you very much. We appreciate you. I assured you, Oladimiji, like I said, the conversations around these issues, critical issues, will continue. Thank you very much to those who called to. Um, uh, well, well, thank you very much for your uh, Mr. Tyler James and Mr. Adia. Thank you very much. Many thanks to Samuel Ibemini, my producer. Tomorrow uh, is the last Friday of the month or so. Citizens Watch will definitely uh, eat your hairwaves at the same time. My name is Joshua Adigbite. Bye for now. Have a great day.